Welcome Next Days, a podcast for people, a podcast that talks about the Generation X. I'm your host, David K. Hilson, born in 1978, which is my only qualification for doing this podcast. My expertise is limited to my experiences and my limited research. Uh, Luckily, in the current generation, research isn't really a focus and uh, usually optional. (laughs) Uh, You'll notice I make jokes towards the generations that supersede mine, much like the generation did before me, carrying on the tradition of the, you have it so easy. But does the general public have it so easy compared to Generation X with all the technological advancements? We're going to take a journey together through time and maybe through space and share some stories, ask some tough questions, we'll weigh the pros and cons, we'll take a bath in some nostalgia, periodically I'll be joined by guests to share their experiences and opinions, and together we will bathe in nostalgia. What's interesting about being born in the latter years of Generation X is the tug of war and the rivalry that can happen in one's mind when it comes to technology, simplicity, human connection. As times have changed, so have our brains and how we perceive things and treat each other. A lot of things have happened in the last, you know, 30, 40 years, which has impacted our culture significantly. Well, this week, we're going to talk about the WWWDAT. And if time permits, the WWF. We'll probably save that for another day. This will be part one of a discussion on all things web-based. It's indelibly a large topic of a conversation. The internet has... It has so much changed the world and how we live our day-to-day lives. I feel like the world is almost smaller as we became connected. Quite interesting, a phenomenon. Today we'll give a short, quick history lesson on when it was born and developed to what it is today. And then we'll get into the weeds of dating, banking, shopping, all that good stuff. But these are just a few small examples on how things have changed. We're just going to get our feet wet this week and try to have a little bit of fun. Now, one of the perks of the internet is, well, thanks to the internet, I have easier access to information on the topic of internet because it's on the internet. There's this thing called Wikipedia. I'm not exactly sure how the information gets there, but I have this blind trust in what it contains. The origins of the internet date back to the 1960s, actually, was was something called packet switching. I don't even know what that means. And then in the 70s, internetworking, which is one word which also spells internetworking, which is quite interesting. The linking of commercial networks, (laughs) that's exciting, happened in the early 90s, thanks to good old DARPA's internet protocol suite, which transitioned into the WWW. Now, my dad worked for Agriculture Canada. I never really quite understood what he did, but he dabbled with the technological side of things. It wasn't long after computers and the internet was in houses, and it came into our home. I'm pretty sure he still actually uses those computers from the 90s. Uh, He's what we call a bit of a collector of sorts. Now, although I, I enjoy video games, but the internet, it never really appealed to me. I played sports, I socialized, and well, the internet wasn't really what it was today. It was like dial-up internet, you know what I mean? That sound will forever haunt me. Yelling at my sister to get off the internet so people would be able to call through. I'm not sure if that's really true. Nobody really called me. I don't know. It's all a bit of a a blur. I just know we had two lines uh, eventually because of this reason. 
I remember coming across a naked picture of Terry Hatcher. <gasps> old Lois Lane. I don't recall how or why. I mean, I was in my late teens, so I suppose there's, there's the why. But now that I think about it, I don't really, I don't even think it was her. Apparently, deep fakes existed in the late 90s, which is quite surprising. They just seem to be more prominent in the last, you know, couple of years to what a fool I was. Then something called MSN came around, and I recall the people who were always offline or always set to away, and I remember the excitement of seeing somebody coming online. How long do I wait to send them a message? Or will I play hardball and wait until they message me? <laughs> Little did I know this was only the beginning of a three-way relationship between me, women, and the internet. Me being, you know, somewhat of a hopeless romantic, I was single and uh, I qualified as a little bit lonely maybe at the time. I remember signing up on Lava Life, one of the first dating sites known to humankind. My account probably still exists today, potentially, and I had to look into that. Well, I better not. I'm married now. It had some free features, but if you want to send a message, you would have to you have to like buy hearts or, or something, There's some sort of monetary representation and you had to you know pick and choose it was like it would cost like six hearts to send a message two hearts to send just like, like a like so you had to be you had to be a little fussy with uh you know this wasn't uh, this wasn't cheap and this was also a time when the internet was like the online dating was relatively real meaning everyone on there was who they said they were not a lot of catfishing the photos were generally genuine and not a lot of bots and uh, people posing, as it were. But after that, the, uh, the bad people came and weird their ugly heads. Since then, I'm sure I've had many intimate, sexy conversations with men. Not that there's anything wrong with that, unless you think it's a woman. Now, there was a program uh, recently that uh, my wife was watching. Uh, I, caught, I caught a little bit of it. it. It was on CBC, and it was on Today's Effects of Online Dating. And it was called Big Dating. Uh, I, I strongly recommend it. From what I saw of it, it was, it was very interesting to watch, and it gave some great insights uh, on the effects of apps like Tinder and, and the apps of basically updating today. So it's quite interesting. I, I definitely recommend checking it out. Full disclosure, I met my future wife online on an app called Bumble. Now, she claims she meant to swipe left, but accidentally swiped right. It just goes to show how a simple misswipe can ruin your life. At least that's what she keeps saying to me. It's mean. Do you remember, and be honest with yourself, the last time you went to the bank? Do you remember the last time you stood in a line? Now, sure, lineups haven't been fully abolished, but I would say they've decreased substantially, at least in my life. I don't think I've been inside a bank, you know, maybe once, I think, actually, in the last three years. And that includes ATM machines. I opened up an account, I think, when I got married with TD. It's a wonderful day. Now, I've talked to many clients in my profession, and there are several, mostly of the generation before mine, who aren't necessarily comfortable banking online. Though my dad, who is uh, 75 this year, has fully embraced it. Mind you, he's been with computers, as I mentioned, uh, near the beginning. But this is, this is where I, 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 would, I would side with the way of today. I do not want to cash checks. I don't want to wait in line. 
I don't want to be a victim of an untimely bank robbery, which seems quite actually rare these days. We've come a long way since the days of Jesse James. As quick as my pay is deposited into my account, it gets transferred to credit cards, bill payments, RSPs. It's so easy and convenient. Of course, then again, I'm, I'm broke again. But now, of course, there is a dark side of online banking, and I think we all know what that is. Thousands upon thousands of victims from various hackers and scammers and other mischievous people. I'll never forget my first email from Royal Bank indicating there was something wrong with my account and I had to action it through a link. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, they rolled the dice and went with Royal Blue and had they gone red with Scotia, it's possible I would have lost money that day. Now, what impresses me is the fact that people continue to fall for banking scams, despite the knowledge we have now. I mean, I feel bad. I do. I do feel bad for the senior community, and I think it's a, you know, it's not a bad thing. Trust is something that certainly has changed, but it's hard to have sympathy for someone who clicks on a link for a refund. Nobody just gives away money, duh. And the Canada Post scam. Are people that excited? about getting a package. Oh my God, I wasn't expecting anything. What could it be? I can't wait. Send number, no problem. I need this package. I have no idea I was getting it. Come on, people. Smarten up. So as someone who doesn't enjoy lineups, this Gen Xer approves online banking. But I think people should have to take a course. But if you're told you have to, then you won't want to, and then you lose thousands of dollars and blame the government. Now, most Gen X in Canada should remember a shopping establishment called Consumers Distributing. It's not really easy to say. If I recall correctly, the one my family frequented was at the Herringate Mall. What a beautiful mall it was. It had, uh, I remember the giant ashtrays at the seating area along the middle of the mall. That was our go-to mall. I worked there actually years later until ultimately it was torn down. Uh, bigger bowls were just a little too much for us. I would have had a sensory overload as a consumerist child. And if you think about it, consumers distributing was Amazonish, But instead of a smartphone or a computer, it was this room full of laminated catalogs. You picked what you wanted, you went up to the counter, and they went into this, what I imagined, a giant back room. If they came back with a cardboard box in their hand, instant gratification. Best feeling in the world. If not tears. Fast forward to today. If it exists, Amazon has it. Click a few buttons and poof, it's at your front door. But you have to wait a day. Maybe same day if you use your friend's Prime account. Now, which is the better experience? Well, let me tell you this. Either one is better than waiting in a long line at the Lego store. It's just a bunch of blocks, people. Well, there's a lot more. I mean, a lot more to dive into in the world of life during the long-labored birth of the internet. And we shall return to the subject with a guest with a different perspective. That's it for this week's episode of X Days. I hope you've enjoyed it. If not, well, you're probably not here anymore. If you're still here, you may as well consider subscribing, liking, and even sharing this podcast with friends and family. I encourage you to join us next week when we dive into the world of video games. From Pong to Elder's or Elden's ring, someone's ring. Yes, there's a ring involved. Until then, rock on, folks.